What's happening, boys and girls? How are you? Happy New Year. The podcast is brought to you by Waterstone Mortgage and the Michael Bowen team. If you guys need a loan to buy a home, you have to call an expert, all right? You just absolutely have to call an expert. Doing this for so many years after leaving radio, I got to tell you, the most important thing you'll do is hire not only a good realtor, but a good mortgage broker. Michael Bowen over at Waterstone Mortgage is a legit professional. If you have any questions about anything at all mortgage-related, call Michael Bowen. Give him a call today, 505-259-8326. That's 505-259-8326. Waterstone Mortgage and the Bowen team, proud sponsor of the Buck and Dex podcast. The podcast is also brought to you by Pure Life Medical Cannabis Dispensary. They are New Mexico's biggest and best cannabis dispensary, hands down. These guys have the best, highest quality medicine that you can find in the state of New Mexico. They've got six locations all around the state. They've got four more coming by the middle of this year. So if you're a medical card holder, make sure you go and talk to the folks over at Pure Life because they are super, super pros. Their bud tenders are amazing, highly knowledgeable, friendly. They're not going to make you feel like an idiot. They've got everything you need. They've got pens. They've got edibles. They've got it all. Go check them out, purelifenm.com. You can visit them online or just stop by one of their locations. They're in Las Cruces, Truth or Consequences, a bunch of stores in Albuquerque. Go and check them out, Pure Life Medical Cannabis, for all your medical cannabis needs. The podcast is also brought to you by Unleashed Sports Nutrition. Those guys are amazing. They are helping me so much. I know you hear Dex talk about how he's going to be a fireman and he's doing all this stuff. Well, that's all fine and dandy, but I've been working with Corey over at Unleashed Sports Nutrition since about uh, the middle of July last year. I got to tell you, he hooked me up with some stuff. I'm taking some body effects uh uh, supplements like pre-workout supplements. I'm taking the Intech Evolution Protein Powder. That stuff's legit, man. I mean, super legit. High high quality stuff. And they're helping me meet my goals. I'm losing weight. I'm getting stronger. It's awesome. And they have a huge sale going on right now. They're doing their uh, beginning of the year blowout sale, their Happy New Year sale. They're blowing out a bunch of stuff. You can order some of their merchandise, You know, get some of that Intech Protein Powder that I'm taking. They've got all kinds of stuff. Go check them out. They're at the corner of Southern and Unser in Rio Rancho. Make sure when you go in there and you ask for Corey, you got to tell him that Buck sent you so you can get the Buck Index podcast deal. Unleash Sports Nutrition in Rio Rancho. Go and check those guys out. Now it's time to get to the podcast. Today joining us, our friend Ricky Cottonsteady will be live with us from Founders in downtown Albuquerque for the Buck and Dex podcast. The following program contains material not suitable for children. There is absolutely nothing inappropriate about my program. Today's show is for adults only. It's got a little bit of a zing to it. Outrageous, irresponsible. Due to the graphic nature of today's show, parental guidance is strongly suggested. This is not a kid's environment. Clean up your act. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. Okay, stop it, right? What? What? No. what are you doing? What are you talking about? You don't lead this, all right? You want me to lead it or not, all right? Gosh, man, it's the Buck and Dex show. Gosh, Ricky. <laughs> I know, it's the Buck and Dex well, show. That was a little yeah. weird. It felt unnatural. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. The formula doesn't work when you lead, bro. We've been down this road before. I think it works just fine. I don't think it does, really, actually. Hey, everybody, it's Buck and Dex and Ricky. Cotton yep, Steady is here. He's back. The man who... Uh, single-handedly took down the Buck and Dex show on the ratings over the years, but uh, the rumor, but that's not true. That's 
probably not true. But if you guys have never listened to the show and you guys are interested in doing a podcast, have me on and I'll wreck it. This <laughs> is what we do. See, when you did the show with us, I was always worried that it was more of an inside joke. <laughs> well, we and nobody talk. else got it. Yeah. yeah I, don't I, know. I thought that too. But then when you went on your other radio show, uh, people were like asking for me. So is, you know what? Yeah. You're absolutely right. So. I think you're kind of getting a big head to be honest with you. No, no. I've always had one. <laughs> <laughs> but no, people are like, yeah, bring Ricky back. And I'm like, yeah, what about that? So, but I'm back. He's back, ladies and gentlemen. Ricky so. Cottonsteady, of course, Buck, my uh, job wife. We've been separated for a few years, but we're back. And uh, we're coming to you from the Founders downtown. Yeah. Actually called Founders Speakeasy. Okay. Well, this is, uh, I think you have some ownership here. This is a selfless plug. And I will say this, Ricky, <laughs> it's uh, warm down here. Um, yeah. Not only is the temperature warm, but the ambiance is warm as well. And the, and the Japanese whiskey we just yes. drinking. Yeah. I've had you guys warm. some Japanese whiskey. Um, I actually designed this place with one of my business partners, Hano. Remember Hano? Yeah. I have a business partner named Hano. Um, <laughs> you don't. I, I, I know Hano. Yeah, you know Hano. Yeah. And uh, Hano and I actually designed this place by ourselves. We went out, we bought all of the furniture, everything. You see, like, I painted these stripes on these walls. The wall. There used to be an actual wall. Yeah. We took it out. No, it looks great now. It's so open in here. Yeah. What yeah. were we talking about? We were talking about... Uh, Japanese whiskey? We were talking about Japanese. So how do you like that Japanese whiskey? It's really good. What is it? Kor- Koroyashi. Koroyashi whiskey. Yeah, it's, uh, it's malt whiskey. And it's really, uh, it almost looks like a uh, um, a white wine. Yeah, it's very uh, it's very clear. Mm-hmm. Very clear for a yeah, whiskey. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't look like a whiskey. Wa- but watch me when I drink it. Hang on. Did you see my eyes go slanted? Yeah. <laughs> this stuff is strong, bro. They actually this stuff did. This is seriously strong. I'm telling you. <laughs> Ricky Cotton Steady in the building, oh. in the Founders Speakeasy. Founders yeah. Speakeasy, downtown Albuquerque, corner of yeah. 7th and Central. So uh, do you spend a lot of time here, Buck? Uh, I'm actually coming down tonight. My sister-in-law is in town, and she wanted to come down and have some drinks. In order to see him, she had to come to the bar. She had to come to the bar <laughs> to see me. Yep. Uh, yeah, right. no, I don't spend a ton of time down here. You know, when we have certain shows, I'll come down and work the shows. and. Yeah. But it's pretty much on autopilot at this point. Um, how was everybody's holidays? Was it good? Oh, yeah. Happy New Year, bitches. Yeah, 2020. We're there. We're there. It's been horrible. It's been three days of horribleness. Oh yeah, I saw you so, posted something no, on Ricky, social media. Ricky posted um, a story. What was it? What did it say? I think it said like day two into 2020 and I'm getting the shit kicked out of me. Bring back 2019. Yeah. Something to that and effect. And I yeah. seriously was cracking up. So I screenshotted and I posted it as well because- Holy crap, man. The first, no, it was the second day. I just got the crap beat out of me with Ubering and my car and battery died. It was just like, you got to be kidding me. It could only get better. I, I I lost for the first time. So for those of you who don't know me, I, I own a fight promotion here in the South. It's called the Southwest MMA Series. Uh, Bucks I hear your announcer's pretty baller. Yeah. You know, I mean, I already was getting replaced. Yeah. I don't know. I, don't Fuck, know I, I hope so. That. He's been replaced before, <laughs> but his, his name is Buck. Uh, but yeah, so lost six matchups in one day. Oh my God. How does that happen? I, dude, I don't know. I feel Who's like, your, you know what? You need to let, I've asked you before. Let me be a matchmaker just I for feel one like card. Maybe like, uh, can I do, can I do matchmaking for one card? Maybe please? like Donald Trump put a hit out on me. Like he did the Iranians and just dropped one on <laughs> me. 
and just took six out in one shot. Hey, what it do you was, guys? What do you, so? What do you guys think about all that? By the way, man, you're just switching topics. That's well, a, that's a heavy okay, load. Well, we'll come back to that in a minute. But I, I, I yeah, I'd like to talk about that. Yeah, today. I thought of something the other day, yesterday. Well, we're chasing squirrels. Yeah, we just are. like normal. Yeah. So that's just, good. Um, like it used to be. Wait, before you go on, Ricky, the whole match. Like, how do you lose six? Match, you know, randomly, it wasn't from one team. It was from a whole slew of injuries. Here, So here's my theory on it, and it makes sense because we all were talking about holidays, and the biggest thing that we have happen during holidays is we get fat, right? So in fighting, if you start an eight, six- to eight-week camp, in theory, with Thanksgiving being as late as it is this year, you know, I could, those guys could have had Thanksgiving skipped, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. They could have almost hit every major holiday for – uh, for eating. So I, I could understand. I, I've had a few pull out that were giving me excuses, but you know, it's, it, it happens, but you know, you got to pick it up, pick up the pieces and building a house. I was super pumped to pour concrete this morning and uh, got a phone call that the pump truck broke. I've waited like four months for this. So it's like, man, it keeps hitting me left and right, but it can only get better. Right. Let me, uh, let me just say this, Ricky, if you didn't know who Ricky is, Ricky is our best friend. We've known him for many years. He used to do, uh, he's more my best friend than you are. I don't know, man. I mean, I'm, I think I just made another matchup for the fight. There we go. It's on bro. Tickle fight. Tickle fight. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Go ahead. Sorry. That was weird. Um, so Ricky, uh, he, you know, he's, he's an entrepreneur. I will say this. He's, he's a man of many visions, um, many businesses. He also uh, manages UFC fighters. How many fighters do you have right now? Uh, I got five or six right now. Um, so yeah, I, I started with you know uh, training martial arts here in Albuquerque, um, which was my passion. I was a soccer player, and um, I didn't know how to fight. And all soccer players pretend like they know how to fight mm. and fall down and yes. push each other around. So I Ultimate thought one day floppers. I'll get into martial arts. And then I met Greg Jackson back in 1997, who was my boss for a long time and then kind of branched off into you know agency side of it and here we are today yeah yeah so a little bit about ricky and you know he's been doing uh the show with us when buck and i did the morning did the morning show we did a morning show for like almost 15 years together in albuquerque ricky was kind of our uh our third if we needed a third ricky was always available to do the show. well we had a third but if the three wasn't available then ricky would Definitely. Which towards the end uh, seemed like I was there almost three days yeah, a week. Yeah, you were there so quite a bit. Someone was yeah. uh, calling in sick. Or... Whose fault was it that we got fired? Yeah. Okay. Fired? Hold on. Yeah. So no bullshit. From your perspective, uh huh. Why did we get fired? Starts. I don't want to say any names, but it started with a B and ended in an asterisk. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, I feel like you guys might have got sniped. You know what I mean? So, you know what? I think I think you might be right. Yeah. You got drone striked. I just yeah. It was a sniper shot. I'm gonna start telling people that because that's the number one thing people ask. Why did you guys get let go? I'm gonna start saying that. Yeah, you got sniped, bro. You got sniped. It was a choreographed. Um, it was a calculated know. choreographed. It really hit. was. When, when motherfuckers are doing photo shoots <laughs> before you get let go. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. Before, so we get let go, and then we get a call. You know what? I'm not gonna get into this. Never. Yeah, mind. don't you, go in. You don't have to. I'm, but I'm, you know, drink your whiskey. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm gonna keep feeding you guys whiskey. I'm fine. So I talked to Double J the other day. He called. He really, really wants to come down just to like come on the podcast. Well, I told him we could just get him on a that thing. No, no, no. We're going to have to do it in person because he Are we going to fly him out he, on our budget? No, no. We're not <laughs> flying him out. He can get down there himself. But he wants to do the 100 beers in 100 minutes challenge where you what? do 100 shots of beer in 100 minutes. How many uh, How many total beers does that come out to? I well, feel like that's, that's something that's, that's been It's one and a half ounces. 
It's one and a half ounce is a shot. So 150 ounces. Okay. Get your calculator up, bro. It's like, over here thinking. It's like almost <laughs> 10 beers in an hour and a half. 10 beers? I'd be dead. I'd die. Well, I think you should do it with them. I'd die. And Ricky and die? I will actually be the ones pouring the beer for you guys. Wait, why, why me? Why would I do it? Well, because you're more like Dilbert than I am. Oh, really? So, and you're younger and you're in better shape. So Vulcan. I have more to lose. Vulcan Are you fit. kidding me? Yep. He's Vulcan fit now. He can yeah, do you're Vulcan fit. I'm not Vulcan fit in that way. Dex is a CrossFitter. <laughs> no I don't way. CrossFit in, but Dex does. Hey, so. man, don't call me a CrossFitter, all right? Yeah, I don't like to be right, pigeon. Kind of are. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, so, uh, yeah, Double J would be a great guest. Yeah, he really, really wants to come on and... and uh, and I talked to Steve-O, and Who? he, yeah. That's your old boy, bro. <laughs> yeah, I know. You to work he's, together. He acts like, like you don't know him anymore. I don't know who that is. Yeah, the last episode, I told him, uh, I was like, you know, I was like, if he hears this episode where you can't figure out who wants to come on, he's going to be really butthurt. You know, he's welcome anytime. Come on. Have you invited him yet? Yeah, I don't really talk to him anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way Dex is. Maybe we after get we, that. Wait, after, what? After what we, does that mean? After we stopped working together, Dex is a friend by proximity. You have to be in proximity with Dex to maintain a friendship, pretty much. Mm, well, I don't know. Ricky, go ahead. No, we, I mean, we kept in touch. And, uh, <laughs> as much know. as you and I? Um, we both, we've all, but you guys the, do business deals. You guys are more like you do business together. Yeah. Because Ricky, we've been how much few, you, uh, Ricky basically pays your house mortgage. Uh, what are you talking about? <laughs> oh, the referral fees for, for your real estate. Company. Oh yeah. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I said, yeah, the people. referral I fees. people. He, he probably his least favorite, favorite client is definitely me though. <laughs> I get him into some shit. So should we talk about that? <laughs> yeah, no, we can talk about that. That's fine. Ricky fucking got me sued. Dude, I really First thought fucking all, Ricky. I, I I seriously thought you guys were not gonna be friends anymore. I was I was a, worried. He's a fucking pussy and he doesn't know how to like stay in the pocket during a lawsuit. Shit hey, happened. you know what? I stayed in the pocket. I did what I was supposed to do. Did the he process call you, like, reached out? The process server showed up at my house. I answered the door. It's the greatest. And I looked at him and I was like, I don't want those, bro. And he was like, are you refusing them? And I said, no, I'm not refusing them. I just don't want them Can't right now. the guy just he drop them, them at that He could have left them. I was just going to say, yeah, yeah why didn't he seen, just, just leave them? I've never seen anybody talk know. a process server out of yeah. service. <laughs> so he sent us the ring doorbell footage. And uh, he was actually kind of like kind of aggressive to the process server. And then when the process server is leaving, he I don't like, think he knew what was happening. No, it was because you confused the shit out of him. Like yeah. you just you just <laughs> like when someone like starts tries to start a fight with you and then you like act weird. And then they're like, well, this guy's weird. I'm leaving. You know, like you confused him. So roll he, up on me at my house. My favorite part. <laughs> my favorite You're part is sued. at the end of it. He walks off. He's like. He's like, fucking asshole. <laughs> he was like, he realized like six steps away that he just got hosed and Aaron had like outsmarted him. It was pretty funny. But how so. many days in a row did you actually hide out in your house? I wasn't really hiding out. I mean, <clears throat> he was calling me and trying to connect with me and I just kept putting him off and putting him off. Yeah. And, you know, because I've been working out of my house. I have an office down in Knob Hill, but I've been working out of my house a lot. So, you know, I just kind of went around like, Ricky and I talked and he was like, just business as usual. So that's kind of what I did. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, I mean, the fight business, it's pretty common to get into lawsuits, who'd have thought, but uh, it wasn't a big deal, man. It was just, it was some stuff that went down and Aaron didn't do anything wrong. She just, I was like, trust me, bro. You won't get brought into this. Don't worry about it. Fucking idiot. <laughs> I told him, I fucking told you when you started this, when you started talking about this, he had a situation with somebody else that was a party to this transaction of selling his house and, 
And uh, we can't talk about it. I just signed a settlement. Oh wow! You signed an NDA. Do I have to go back and cut all this out? No, you don't have to cut it out. We didn't say any names. And we didn't say what it was about. So we're fine. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because- but I told him. I told him. I was like, if you do this, I'm going to get roped into it. He's like, no, bro, no, you're fine. You're gonna be fine. This is how I work. Okay. What's right is right, and what's wrong is wrong. If you wouldn't have taken that settlement, we wouldn't have been friends. <laughs> no, nah, you would have made up with me later. <laughs> no. Yeah, you would have, because you would have want my referrals again. <laughs> <laughs> I can find new ones. When the well dries up, he's like, all right, I'll be friends with him again. <laughs> um, all right, let's talk Iran. Yeah, so and I want to just go on the record and make something very clear right now. We are not a political show. We are absolutely 100% not a political show. We kind of lean more towards comedy. But um, I thought this was very interesting. I was I was listening to some of this coverage about this Iranian general getting smoked yesterday or day before yesterday, whenever it was. And then I started thinking about something. I started thinking about when Bill Clinton was impeached. The day that they announced Bill Clinton was being impeached, they... The United States government started a four-day bombing campaign in Iraq, just raining down Tomahawk missiles. It was like us and Great Britain lasted for four days. <clears throat> and I was thinking about it, and I was like, you know? Pretty smart. I bet Trump was sitting there <laughs> thinking, you know what? It worked for Bill. It'll probably work for me, too. Yeah, that's how it works. Take him out. <laughs> yeah. What's, what the, well, I'm not really disappointed about it. And, I'm not um, either. I, Traditionally, so so I'm building a house, and uh, thank you, Donald Trump, for doing this because mortgage rates tend to go down. So I'm gonna need a good rate here pretty soon. So yeah. people freak out, and uh, the markets usually go. Do you think? But we're, do you think we're gonna go to full blown war? No, no, I don't think so. I mean, they couldn't stand with us. Well, first of all, we don't really go full blown war anymore. It's so electronic with drones and strikes. And I mean, they're they're saying that it could be I, the Iranians are pretty good with the cyber attacks, is what probably would happen but Jeez. as far I can't, as i can't Iran, see that cowards i, I can't see Fucking iranians nerds. on computers i mean if you told me the chinese were going to get us with technology i'd be like we're screwed. or the russians yeah but yeah. like you said though there's it's not going to be a like war used to be you know yeah Most no like, they're, they're going to be doing bombings and, yeah. and things but i mean we're, we're always under attack what's changed they don't like us they never have liked us i mean Dude, why Iran, this- they're cowards is the thing you know you talk to any military soldier that's been over there they're cowards they don't they don't do they don't they won't attack us. They're not going to. Oh, no, they're going to attack us. It's just to what degree are they going to attack us? Yeah. Not on our home soil. Like, no, right. I mean, we're always going to get attacked with terrorism inside the United States. And and uh, it's good. people are working every single day. They wake up on that mission to to take us out. And I don't think that changes. I just think now the government's going to probably, if Iran's going to sponsor that and fi- fund some of these radical people to, to kind of come and get us. But, I mean, I don't think anything's changed as far as that goes. Did you see that they raised the red flag? Yeah, I just saw uh, the over in Iran, which is kind of like a call to, you know, war. Yeah, call oh, to really? war. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just no, did I didn't it. see that. Yeah, just it just came out of the while. Actually, Tim Kennedy uh, posted it on his Instagram. If you guys follow Tim Kennedy, um, a great soldier and a, a great American, but he uh, he uh, yeah he posted it and he put some meme over it and was like real cool guys or something like basically mocking it. Yeah, I think the thing that they they would have to be very cautious about this because. We could easily turn that place into a parking lot. I mean, really, really easily within the matter of, a matter of days. Think about how powerful we are uh, as a country. 
where we're just like, hey, we're going to head out there and bring some aircraft carriers. And if somebody started bringing aircraft carriers to the United States, like we'd be panicking, right? Yeah. We just roll in like, oh, we're coming onto your shore and uh, right. we'll be over here. If you do anything, we're going to take Well, you nobody out. really has aircraft carriers like we do. I think Russia has one. I was reading something the other day, like Russia has one aircraft carrier and it caught on fire. <laughs> yeah. It had some like massive fire on it. Yeah. So I don't think countries have aircraft carriers like we do because we've got, I don't know how many, yeah, a lot. Good point. Maybe I need to educate myself better, but uh, yeah. yeah, but yeah, that's, that's the thing though. If you can imagine if boats just started rolling up the United States to our shores, we'd yeah. be panicking, right? We are in Don situation. Yeah. They're basically like little cities, man. I mean, I, how close would we let them get though before we just 12 miles? 12 miles would let them get 12, that close? 12 miles is international water. You were a seaman, right? No, I was an airman. I thought you were a seaman. Airman. <laughs> if you work on an aircraft carrier, you're an airman. I'm just waiting. I'm just seeing the lob. You know, the like the were little you, lob. I'm just waiting for the, the ball to get hit right over the... Were you, were you, in the, you were in the Navy, right? I was in the Navy. Thank you for your service. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> I was just waiting for the joke. I was waiting for it. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. It's crazy. Uh, you know, just to think about, you know, us and Iran right now and, you know, what's going on with Trump and everything, you know, because this, this, this is, has been brewing since I was in like the fourth grade or something like that, because they had that Iran uh, hostage crisis. I was literally like in the fourth grade when that happened. What year was that? Fuck, I don't know. 1972. No, it's like that. It's like that. That, that uh, 19, tequila. 1942. Is that what it is? Was that good? 1942. <laughs> 1982, 81. You guys know back in 1979, though, um, Iran, the country of Iran, was actually very westernized. You know, women wore bikinis. They, they, they. Where did you get this information from? No, it's it's legit. It's absolutely legit in history. Do you have a picture of an Iranian woman in a bikini that you can show us right now? Google it. You want me to Google it? I do want you to Google it. You are going to get in trouble with your girlfriend, pal. I got (laughs) one. I got got one that's drinking a Coke and in a bikini. Drinking a Coke. That's right. Um, but the, the government, the regime came in and completely just sent it back to, you know, the Burkas stone and, age. Burkas and Birkenstocks? Yeah, and that was in 1979 that that happened. I was, I was listening I'm to I have another Rush drink Limbaugh. of this whiskey. Watch me. Oh, Rush Limbaugh was what? Watch, my, watch me. I'm going to drink this whiskey. Hang on. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Did it happen again? Yeah, it's, it's definitely an interesting time, but... Uh, we're definitely a very powerful country and, you know, war, war sucks, period. It sucks yeah. to even think about engaging in that. But um, Ronald Reagan, man, back in the day, the the military and the way that aircraft carriers and the amount of money that was spent to really build up our military was just insane, you know, just insane. Well, Trump's doing the same thing. He is. But, man, talk about, you know, a lot of the technology and the submarines and the aircraft carriers and all the things when that the amount of time and money my, my parents are from up in Colorado and Pueblo, Colorado, and there's a steel mill up there. And, you know, there were still shortages for, because of the amount of like weaponry and stuff that the United States was building back in the Reagan days. So, I mean, that gives you an idea of the base of what we have as far as an arsenal, you know, and, um, another thing I thought was actually kind of interesting and funny was, uh, a site, I guess, for, um, if you're going to get drafted, Tim Kennedy posted that it crashed because like the millennials were freaking oh, yeah, they, out. They were Googling oh, selective service. Yeah. Selective yeah. service. They, yeah. they were Googling it and the site went down because yeah. they were just freaked out that they're going to get drafted. Somebody <laughs> needs to calm the fuck down. Yeah. But it's funny though. You know, kid, yeah. kids are, kids are different nowadays, man. Yeah, they I'm, are. I sound like an old man right now, but 
All right, go ahead. Uh, what, are, what are you looking at there, Bob? Uh, you gave me 25 photos of what Iran or Iraq looked like in 1979, and there is not a woman in a bikini. Well, they're out there. I'm just saying, like, it was very westernized. It was, it was not anything like it is now. I mean, women... There's a guy flipping the bird. Yeah. I mean, they... Women, they, they're treated worse than dogs, you know? I mean, it's, it's awful how they treat women. It's just it's awful how they treat <clears throat> human beings over there. Yeah. Oh, so what did you, uh, what yes. did you guys do for New Year's Christmas, all that good stuff? Uh, I went to my favorite uh, speakeasy um, here in Albuquerque, and it's uh, called Vernon's. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I like Founders, too. It's good, but no, we we actually just had a nice dinner uh, over there. It's my we don't fit. serve dinner at Founders. No. Yeah, no dinner. But if man, we did, it would be way better than Vernon. Yeah, that that's my spot, man. I travel the world for for you know for fights and uh, Vegas. Uh, I mean California, New York, everywhere. And for some reason, man, their food is just on point. Just love it. This is not an ad for them. I'm just telling you what we did. For I will <laughs> say, I love Vernon's. I yeah. love the taste so much that I've gotten sick both times that I've ate there, and I don't care. Because it's sick? so good. I think it's, I don't know if it's the seasoning that they put on the steak or something, but both times that I've had steaks. That's a great plug for Vernon's. I love their food so much. I eat there and I got sick every I, time. I think I might be, I, there must be something in the seasoning or something that jacks my stomach up. Yeah. But, um, Somebody's putting poop on your steak or I'm something. I'm serious though, man. It's, I, it's not like, a, no, but it's not like a, uh, a food poisoning thing. It's just, Maybe you eat too much. Yeah, you get, I probably. Like, yeah, you, you know probably what? so probably good. You eat is. too much. Yeah, you gotta have a little self control. Well, he sounds like a real idiot because it's really good. <laughs> I'll let you tell. That's the best steakhouse I think yeah. in town. For it is. Sure. It's great. It's yeah. great. And so we did that. That was New Year's Eve. Then we got home, and uh, usually I watch the ball drop at ten o'clock like an old man, and, and then go uh, to bed. Yeah. So I think I was out by ten 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 thirty. So nothing yeah. crazy. How about you guys? What did you do? Yeah, where, gro- where were you for Christmas? Oh, for Christmas I went and saw the kids. They're in uh, Nevada. So yeah, went and saw the kids and uh, just spent some time with them and. They had an amazing Christmas. Thank you to uh, Aunt Mo and Uncle Phil. Aunt Mo, she's yep. she's the real deal. Yeah, she is. Isn't and, she the one uh, that told us not to shake babies? Yes. Yeah, she's yeah. got the whole shaking baby yeah. thing. And uh, then came back, and uh, Kristen and I, my girlfriend, we just uh, kind of did what Ricky did. We we just stayed at home and watched the ball drop at ten, and tried to go to bed. You know, like kept safe by staying off the streets here exactly. in the 505. Well, the thing is an Uber driver, you know, it, that's the best night of the year to go out to make money. I can't believe you bitched out and don't, didn't go out there and make money. Yeah, it's like, I try to stay away from doing nights because it's too crazy, you know. I, I don't want to deal with drunk town. drivers, you yeah. know. This is a crazy town. Even for riders, didn't didn't your uh, your Uber crew, somebody get smoked somebody last year in the backseat of a car, an Uber driver? Oh, yeah, there was a guy here that an Uber driver shot somebody. Oh, was that last New Year's? It was last, it wasn't New Year's. It wasn't New Year's. Uh, it was last year. Yeah. Yeah, one of your people. One of my people? Yeah, one of your people. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. Took out one of us. Dude, I got a Christmas card for you. I forgot it. I got a gift card for you. I've left it at the house. I'll give it to you next time. Oh, shoot. I forgot we'll to bring mine. Did you forget yours? We'll I never did. See I had one for you. No, too. you'll have it. We both actually got yeah, you. So we we're got out you. I don't want it unless it has a check in it. It has Very a gift bitter. card in it. Oh, cool. Yeah. Really? We both got you a gift card. Yeah, I might what? take mine back now. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Well over there. Wow. I mean, I was kidding. What'd you do for Christmas? We just. Hung out, man. Sarah's family came over. You know, all of her family lives here. Basically, her sister was in town, or she is in town, I should say. And uh, her sister moved here, so everybody came over, and we cooked a ham and hung out, watched the kids play, and New Year's Eve didn't do shit. Yeah. Nothing. Nice. New Year's Day, anything? Nah. 
Nothing. It sucks getting old, man. You just it does. you really just like I get tired. Like I feel like something's wrong with me, where I'm like wanting to go to bed every night at nine o'clock. Like what is wrong with me? I can't. I even feel like, like I was like that at twenty five though. Yeah, really? were you guys like that? Well, at you were married with a bunch of kids. Yeah, my kids are really young. My wife's loving it. She's an introvert. She likes. She, she's like you. Very similar personalities. Would just prefer to be home with the dogs and just right. chill. And I'm like, we got to do something so I can feel like I'm alive. You know? <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> she's like, let's just stay home tonight. And I'm like, so. Uh, but yeah, it's it's uh, it's different getting old man i'm not even that old i'm, I'm yeah, gonna be I mean, 40 years old we're young uh, i'm the youngest in one july here. are you the youngest one oh, i'm sure i am no july 4th What's july your... 21st bro 1979 20 i'm 80 sorry bro oh, dang it <laughs> you're 80 i'm the youngest one here yeah i'm 1980 some girl thought i was 25 the other day no sounds like uh an old gal that was a little desperate <laughs> was it like a really old lady with like no, really was, thick uh, glasses i picked up these uh two <laughs> lesbians and, uh, How do you know they were lesbians? Did because you they ask were, them? They were sitting in the back seat and they were sitting right next to each other holding hands. So I'm assuming they were like you just lesbians. made that last part out to just sell the rest of the story. I swear. I swear they were sitting uh, right next to each other and they were holding hands. And, uh, and one of them's head was this way. One of them's head was this way. Their <laughs> legs were apart. And that's they were how I knew. scissoring in the back of my car while we were driving. It looked like the South Park episode. Yeah. They're sure. like, is it cool if we scissor? <laughs> For sure, that's how I knew. So that's, they're not lesbians if they're, you know. What if they're sitting? bisexual? They're a couple. How do you know they're a couple? You know what? I don't. But <laughs> anyway, continue your story. All right. I picked Sorry, up I two just, ladies. I had to I go down that two rabbit ladies. hole. Go ahead. I picked up two ladies. Yes. And one of the ladies, she, uh, she asked how old I was. And I said, how old do you think I am? And she said, oh, you got to be in your 20s. I'm going to say 25. And I'm like, 25? That was your tip. Man. <laughs> oh, that was you being a designated driver for yeah. two drunk ladies. Yeah, two drunk ladies. He's straight. Now at, uh, I'm seeing three of you. They weren't drunk yet. They weren't drunk. I was I was dropping them off. Drunk. I was dropping them off downtown. Oh, okay. But uh, no, they were really sweet. They were really nice. All right, I got a question for you guys. What? Um, all right. What would you do in this situation, okay? I'm not saying that this happened to me. You are pumping gas. You go to a gas station to fill up and all of a sudden you're putting gas in your tank and you notice that, man, it seems like a lot of gas is going in my car, but it's not really going too fast on the little meter. It's not ringing up like it should. And then you, you put 10 bucks in, you stop it and you went from having <laughs> no gas to three quarters of a tank of gas is this in your car? Bucks. I'm not saying it's my car. I'm not saying it's me. Do you go and tell somebody who works at the gas station that the pump's broken? Or do you make it your your spot to get cheap gas? Your your little honeywell. Uh, I just get gas and if it's cheap, I'll just keep going back until the prices go up. I'm not worried about who didn't set the pump right. That's you know, that's their deal. What's so the right this, thing to where do? Where's said gas station at, sir? I, <laughs> what's, what's, what's the right thing to do? I, I'm the dude that would probably go and say, hey, I just want you to know, I think your gas pump is not functioning properly. Oh. That, that I'm going to go down a rabbit hole here. So one time I was pumping gas, and uh, it's early in the morning. It was when I used to be the GM of Jackson's MMA. And uh, Julie Kedzie, who's a UFC fighter, she actually was on the first. Her and Gina Carano had a, a major milestone fight years ago in Strike Force. Gina Carano and the 
in the new Star Wars, if you guys have watched that. Mandalorian. Which t- you guys had Tate Fletcher on. <laughs> on I heard, Disney that, Plus, yes. heard that episode. It was a good episode. So uh, Julie calls me. Hey, can you get me a Red Bull? So yeah, sure. So I'm I'm pumping my gas. And back then I had a little Audi S4. And uh, I'm like, dang it. All right. So I go inside and I get I get a uh, Red Bull 4 and uh, come back out and boom didn't take the thing, the gas. Oh, no shit. Pump out of the tank. Oh, no. Have you ever done that? No. So I've always been scared of doing that. So this is what I did. This is I'm thinking, all right, cool. You know, I was a plumber. I know how to lay pipes, put pipes back, you know. Uh, and uh, so I go and I look around and nobody sees me that I did it. So I'm like, this is great. You know, like what, you know, I'm just going to, what should I do? So I, I think, you know what? I'm going to do the right thing. I'm going to go inside and I'm going to tell the guy that I just, that, uh, I just ripped the hose off the gas pump, sir. Yeah. Did it do anything? Was gas? So no. So there's a breakaway on it, which I didn't okay. know, which as a plumber, you would, you would know like the, you know, the, the EPA or whoever regulates gas stations would uh, make you have things to make sure that they don't light on fire. So there was a safety device. It popped right off. It was really easy. It didn't even jerk the hose very hard. Uh, but uh, so then the uh, a lot of jokes in here, they <laughs> <laughs> pipe jerk the hose real hard. So, uh, so, so I go inside and I'm standing in line. There's a guy in front of me and he's just like, yeah, bro, we got, we got so fucked up last night and they're just talking and, the, and I'm like going to tell the guy that I broke the hose off of the pump and uh, they, they have no concern to like talk to me. So I said, fuck this. I'm out here. <laughs> so so uh, I did the right thing and I put it in reverse so they couldn't see my license plate on the camera. <laughs> and I took off. Oh, man, that's awesome. So I'm glad I'm the only one in the room that's done that. So now I feel like a real idiot. No, I, I found a spot in town where that happened to me and I could put... I can literally put five bucks worth of gas in and get almost, you know, over a half a tank of gas. And uh, it's called Aquafina. He's putting water in the tank. <laughs> <laughs> you sure you're not at a water you're, station, bro? You're putting you're putting ethanol gas in your you're putting corn gas in your car for eighty five cents a gallon. It's, it's a blue so, machine. It says glacier on. Here's it. what's funny is uh, so Gentry. I told Gentry about my little honey hole, and he was all he was all excited. So I followed him down there, and uh, he starts pumping gas. And I put premium in my car and um, he put just regular. Yeah. And he's like, I'm like, is it working? You know, is he's like 20 bucks, 25, 30. No, nothing's. I'm like, seriously, you're joking. He's like, no. And he he spent like 35 bucks to fill up his tank. And I guess it was just the premium that was busted. It wasn't the regular. (laughs) He's like, gotcha. Gotcha, bitch. But I went there. uh, I went there the other day to. To and fill up, it. yeah, and it had one of those little yellow stupid things on it, you know, the little covers on the handle that you can't. Sorry, can. folks, parks like, Oh my gosh! I had a picture of you on the tank. Have you seen this man? <laughs> no. Sorry, if you see this man, please call two four two cops. As an Uber individual. driver, man, that was like, oh my gosh, that was life. That was it's everything. A, it's a blue machine. This is glacier, and it's thirty cents a gallon. Yeah, so what's it's called this water? I, what's this Iran thing going to do to your Uber driving? Is it going to? Is gasoline going to go up now? It it is going up. The barrels are higher than they've been in a while. It's going to continue to go up. And, really? Because uh, I yeah. thought they were gig. Well, oh, it just ha- it literally so, just happened like two days ago. So you'll see the effects in the next week or so. Yeah. So, but you know, it is what it is. They come back down. I can't believe how low they got for a while. Living in New Mexico, you got to be really grateful for gas prices. Oh my gosh, yeah. When I travel, I'm like, no way. Who yeah. would even drive here? California, and it's over five bucks a gallon. You know, where you if you want to live somewhere and have cheap gas, go to Texas. 
Well, you know, the thing about New Mexico, too, is that there's a lot of refinery. We have our own refineries here as well. And uh, Why doesn't that translate like it, like it does in Texas, though? It totally translates. What are you talking about? Texas isn't that cheap. Texas is way cheaper than Depends us. Depends on where you're at, like Did West you guys, Texas. You guys hear about, uh, is it Carlsbad? New uh, Mexico or California? Carlsbad, New Mexico. I picked up a lady, and I can't remember exactly what her job title was, but she was- She was a lesbian. She was a lesbian. Was she a lesbian, <laughs> too? Yes, she was a lesbian. <laughs> For sure. She had a butch haircut. Makes sense. So she, okay, so got to be. Be, totally. be a lesbian. And, uh, but uh, she she worked for the state, and her job was to go around to different uh, cities and towns in New Mexico, and basically find <clears throat> find uh, find things that are you know that highlight the town and then try to promote them. And she was telling me about Carlsbad and how they they basically found th- um, the biggest oil refinery, you like mean the, reserve the reserve. Uh, uh, it's the third largest in the world in Carlsbad, New Mexico. Huh. And she was saying, if you own land there or if you have some money, you should buy some land now because it's blowing up right now because there's n- not enough housing for all these people that are coming in to work. Uh, to work uh, the oil, it's kind of it's kind of interesting. It's the Permian Basin. I've heard about it. So, okay. do we need well, to buy land down there? Uh, it's too late, dude. Like it's, it's already it's, bought. Yeah, it. it's too late. Nobody's giving up land down there right now. Yeah, it's crazy though. If you think about like the political climate that we're in right now, with you know, I hope I hope that our politicians allow for us to really drill that because you know a lot of people in today's times and a lot of people are against fracking right um and you know i that's a whole nother debate but i mean fracking has gone on for many years and it has useful things and it does have negative things that happen but you know we have all of our own oil we're not dependent on we don't have to be dependent on the saudis and and kuwait and iran and iraq like we we have the oil here in the tip of that basin in new mexico so if we don't drill that Texas is going to take it. They're going to drill it. Is it just in the tip? <sighs> Anyways. Anyways. You should go, you should go pour <laughs> me another whiskey. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. <coughs> I'm cold. You, you got your credit card? Man, it's getting cold in here, Ricky. <laughs> yeah, dude, watch out. He's going to ding your card. It's getting it cold in here. It's not going to work anyways. <laughs> so, uh, you need Coke at least or something. Hey, no drugs down here, dude. Oh. No drugs. So, yeah, the, that basin is like if done right, I mean, we could be one of the richest states you know, next to Texas, we could be one of the yeah. richest states, and Alaska obviously has a lot of oil. But uh, there's more there's more oil in this this basin than uh, you know than Alaska than the Middle East. Uh, so it's all it's mind blowing when you look at it, and if you look at the boom of of like just building and real estate and rooms down there in Artesia and Roswell, like you can't even get rooms like three three fifty a night yeah. at like a Holiday Inn Express. Like yeah. it, it just blows. It's like Vegas prices right. because there's so many oil filled workers that are down there. Uh, so yeah, I mean if you if you're looking for work, head down that direction. You're gonna make a lot of money. You know you're gonna be working in oil fields, hard work. But yeah. man, what what a, a I got a lot of respect for those guys that go down there and put in the work in the fields. Yeah, yeah. me too, man. I don't know if I could do something like that, you know? I, or- I got a newfound for, for like, construct, obviously construction of all, you know, types, but, you know, building a house and being, like, in the mountains and the snow and getting ready to lay concrete and having to keep it dry yeah. and move dirt. So I got, like, two inches of snow, and we had it all covered, and we have these blankets on it. And, dude, I have not – I felt like I haven't worked out that hard for eight hours to remove snow over two days, I couldn't even walk. No, what about that uh, snow blower you bought from my mom? You still have that? Um, or did I actually it? I did, but I got it back. I, I sold it to my father in law. Oh, and then he wound up not using it and was like, "Hey, you want to buy it back?" I'm like, "Sure." So, so did it you bought it for less. Say what? Did you talk him down on the price? Yeah, hundred bucks. 
<laughs> you know you know me, bro. <laughs> you Thanks, Dad. You know I'm not going all in on that full price. You know he's like, well, I haven't even used it, but here's why. And I'm glad, happy. I'm happy that I did give him a little bit of a less money for it because he stored it outside and didn't cover it. Oh, seriously? Yeah. So I'm gonna have oh. to go. I'm gonna have to probably spend That's a little Bush bit. League. Yeah, I have to spend a little bit of money to make sure that it's ready to go again. The podcast is brought to you by Waterstone Mortgage and the Michael Bowen team. If you guys need a loan to buy a home, you have to call an expert, all right? You just absolutely have to call an expert. Doing this for so many years after leaving radio, I got to tell you, the most important thing you'll do is hire not only a good realtor, but a good mortgage broker. Michael Bowen over at Waterstone Mortgage is a legit professional. If you have any questions about anything at all mortgage-related, call Michael Bowen. Give him a call today, 505-259-8326. That's 505-259-8326. Waterstone Mortgage and the Bowen team, proud sponsor of the Buck and Dex podcast. The podcast is also brought to you by Pure Life Medical Cannabis Dispensary. They are New Mexico's biggest and best cannabis dispensary, hands down. These guys have the best, highest quality medicine that you can find in the state of New Mexico. They've got six locations all around the state. They've got four more coming by the middle of this year. So if you're a medical card holder, make sure you go and talk to the folks over at Pure Life because they are super, super pros. Their bud tenders are amazing, highly knowledgeable, friendly. They're not gonna make you feel like an idiot. They've got everything you need. They've got pens, they've got edibles, They've got it all. Go check them out, purelifenm.com. You can visit them online or just stop by one of their locations. They're in Las Cruces, Truth or Consequences, a bunch of stores in Albuquerque. Go and check them out, Pure Life Medical Cannabis, for all your medical cannabis needs. Back by popular demand. Come on. And now, the moment you've been waiting for. The world-famous Buck and Dex Show. I was at Trader Joe's the other day, and I'm kind of wondering, like, what is, there has to be some, like, etiquette for women as far as yoga pants, because this woman at Trader Joe's was wearing yoga pants were you and cowboy sinning? boots. Were you sinning? No, she was wearing cowboy boots with yoga pants. But were you sinning? What do you mean, was I sinning? Did you, did, you drop no. your, did you drop your keys in front of her <laughs> and then stand behind her while she picked up your keys to see... What uh, amount of no. fibers? No, Are you talking about just, like a woman, like man rules, like women. Have yeah, rules do as women well? have like we have man rules? We should yeah. probably do another episode and recover those because nobody gives a shit about the man rules anymore. You know, they're just breaking them right and left. They don't care. Yeah, I don't know if I agree with that. I don't. I don't see that very often anymore. Like, what are some of the the rules that men are breaking? Because I don't see it very often. White sunglasses. I don't see it. I do. I don't see it. It's you, rare. I see you know it, what you don't rare. see anymore is you don't see like the affliction tap out shirts anymore. Oh, those are gone. We got rid of that single hand. It depends on where you're at, though. That's yeah. true. I've got a buddy who lives in Colorado in a small town. You know who what? Are they making a resurgence. He is no. Well, I know who he's talking about, and this dude wears the bedazzled pants with like the metal shit on the back, and yeah, yeah. so. I, I went through that phase. You guys knew me when I was, you know, douche. Hey, man, no judgment. Dude, you had jewels on your shirt. Hey, hey, no There's a whole man. story behind that. Let me tell you what it is. I know. Fast. You love the buckle. Just to justify me being such an idiot. So we got sponsored by Christian Adagier when Ed Hardy was in. Yeah. So I was getting boxes of this stuff, and you guys were like, oh, this is really cool, but you guys weren't really, like, 
telling me how bad I looked in it, right? <laughs> it's <our> <laughs> yeah. I had my white sunglasses it's on and I'd roll in like a disco just broke. But we loose. were the bad friend. Ricky would have like Ed Hardy shoes on with Ed Hardy pants and a bedazzled Ed Hardy shirt. But you know what though? Here's the thing, Ricky. Would you award if it was free? Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? Honestly, I don't think I ever I, I never looked at you any different. You know what I'm saying? Like, you I mean, I just, I, just oh, thought I, it was, I just thought it was you. You know, I was like, if he wants to wear that, let him wear it. I'm you know? a little out there. I mean, I do like to be a little fancy sometimes, but I mean, I was like head to toe, though. It was too much. Yeah, you were <laughs> you were, you were were pretty deep into it. Well, when you're getting boxes of it for free. Yeah, but it was it. free. So, yeah. I mean, I, I did wear white sunglasses. I'll say that, you know, and I did I did stop wearing them at some point. And there are those guys, though, that still do those break those man rolls. But I, going back to your yoga pants yeah, thing. Yeah, back I, to the yoga pants. I, I don't um I think that it's just gone so far that we're numb to it now. Right? So back in the day, I, I feel like with What did with, it used to be before? Well they used to wear I feel the like leggings. it wasn't it's like it's like it's an everyday thing where it's like yoga pants have replaced women's uh you know, a woman wearing jeans. Well oh no with the leggings, because I remember in the nineties leggings, right? The leggings the stirrup wear, leggings. The stirrup leggings, yeah. Right. But then they would cover you know, their crotches and their rear ends. Right. And so it was, it was like, okay, like you're wearing them, but you're covered. Right. And then eventually it just went to one day where they're like, yo, we're going to just wear these straight out. Right. Yeah. And the guys aren't going to tell them not to do that. Right. They're not going to be like, you shouldn't do that. Right. Well, uh, but, but there are obviously women, like you'll see women wearing yoga pants that I'm going to get, it's called I'm fat as shit and these are comfortable. Whoa, well, whoa, whoa. No, no, for there, real. There are obviously women that are not practicing yoga that are out there wearing yoga pants. It's called they call it active wear now. They call it active wear? Active wear. Okay. Yeah, so because they're active, they're going to the grocery no, store. Some of those people are not to... active. Hey they're man, that's like, active to some. Dude, they're wearing like yoga pants and you know, shower shoes or you know, their indoor slippers, and it's like, come on. Yeah. It's easy to shop for active wear. It fits good. It stretches out. Now, and it's comfortable. I will give this to the active wear people. It's come a long way. The first the first couple of years of yoga pants, if your lady had a pair of those, you had to be real careful at where she got them from cuz you know, they they weren't they weren't made very well, right? So your Lululemons really came into the market because they're modest pants. They don't stretch out in yoga, right. you know. You couldn't see through them, and so they've evolved quite a bit. So, do you want to explain to him what Lululemon is? I, I know it. He's probably what is a, it? It's a, it's a, it's a store, and there's one in Uptown. It's like super like uh, it's not a store. Tri- no, it's a clothing store for oh, it's guys and girls, but mostly women. We're lesbians. Well, yeah, kind yeah. of. <laughs> but it's like really high price. Uh, Lululemon, we make scissoring easy. Yeah, oh my gosh, <laughs> it's very play. high priced. Uh, is it kind of like active wear? It's, it's a brand. Yeah, act- Lululemon's a brand. Yeah, yeah. it's an I've active wear brand. They have there. a lot of good quality stuff, and so they really set the trend for yoga. They started with yoga, right? And then it's evolved, but their stuff is good quality. But in the beginning of yoga pants, holy cow, man! You, I mean, if you bent over to get your keys, you could be splitting some pants at the quality of some of those things. Here's what you got to remember or think about is. Is that yoga is really popular now. Back in the day, it kind of wasn't. You know, not a lot of people did yoga, and it wasn't as popular. Now it's like a lot of people are doing yoga. Maybe that has something to do with a lot of women are doing yoga now, and they're like, you know what? These no, are comfy. it has nothing to do with yoga. <laughs> it has to do with people not wanting to really take care of themselves, and sometimes they just throw so throw some pants on real quick and get. They out are the comfy. Door. I will say that. So, did you guys watch the documentary on? Um on Netflix about uh, about Bikram. Oh yeah, the the guy that was molesting women. He, he's 
fucking terrible human being. What documentary is this? It's called Bikram. I haven't seen it. Just watch it. It's it's really good. Um, For Bikram's yoga? That's the guy. Yeah, you know, the hot yoga thing. Mm -hmm. So this documentary, there's not like a ton of people wearing yoga pants. They're in shorts and, you know, they're not all wearing... When was this? Uh, what nineties? Nineties? Oh, he was huge. He still he still has Bikram. I believe they still have some uh, that are out there. But he's like the Harvey Weinstein of yoga. Oh wow! Yeah. He, he is a not a not yeah. a good dude. Yeah. Not a good person. Yeah, hmm. he is a terrible. Which is person. like what yoga is like not about, right? Yeah. Yoga is about you know finding yourself and Zen and and to have this. Oh, guy. That's how those predators, you know, they 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 usually you know target he was like a david koresh of like yoga he totally like, yeah he had like a total following like a cult following yeah wow he would take people out there and yeah it was it was bad but yeah he'd um, be like do a yoga thing and then like you know suck my pee he would do just do weird weird stuff like wow. <laughs> taste my pee pee taste my pee pee yeah he'd take advantage of people man he, he, he was not a good person taste my pee pee whatever happened to him I, i've never he fled the country the Where's dude's he still alive he's like back in india or something like that Jeez. And his whole thing, it turns out, was total bullshit anyway. Like, he was talking about, he's like, there are 10 poses in yoga. And, you know, just like, I created these poses. And it turns out he didn't even do that. Like, the dude that taught him yoga, they found these uh, these books or manuals or something. He's like the that, Al Gore of yoga. Yeah, he's like the Al Gore of yoga. Like how Al invented the internet. Yeah. You know, it's it's total horseshit. Makes sense. Um, So I saw the girl at Trader Joe's wearing yoga pants and then the following week no bullshit i'm in there with cash my son we're shopping he's pushing around his little cart and he bumps into this dude right he bumps into this dude i thought it was a woman at first yeah it was a dude wearing yoga pants oh wow good for him is that acceptable yeah i wouldn't do it but i mean you know is that okay I mean, it depends on. <clears throat> I thought it was a woman from behind. He had like the man bun in. Listen, I, I is it ma'am? Was it ma- ma'am? It's ma'am, ma'am bun. Is it was it ma'am? <laughs> I don't know if I don't know if I want to. Say, I don't think people should be allowed to wear whatever they want. But they're doing it. But it's America, bro. They can do whatever they want. I'm say, I think yeah. If the guy wants to wear yoga pants, he should be able to wear yoga pants. Now, if he has a if he has clear yoga pants on. Clear yoga pants. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. You know what well, I mean? that's, yeah. drop something, that's you get the pressed fruit basket. Obviously, no, crossing not, the line. I'm not in yeah. on that. Yeah, because when he turned around, it's like, oh, somebody's smuggling grapes in there. <laughs> that is not a woman, Cash. Right. Did he just come from a yoga class? Then he I think it's all, absolutely He didn't look acceptable. all hot and sweaty. He yeah, just looked like he got out of bed and threw on his yoga pants. Maybe he or, had a conversation with somebody for an hour outside the yoga studio and then left and went to the store. It's possible, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't personally wear them, but you know, they they do make like these. Uh, so some of my athletes, I did some deals with Reebok, and they started sending like rotations of clothes, and oh, they, they had, had to wear pants. They did, yeah. They're real. They are pretty tight. Yeah, I wear know? those. And you they're know, like, used to wear those. Your old boss over at the Christian station. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wear those actually. Not they're not spandex tight. Did it start with a ch? No, no, not Chester. Oh yeah, it, uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. What are you no. talking about? I'm just. Kidding. He said he had a boss that wore. It them. doesn't matter. Anyway, let's just move on. Moving um, on. But yeah, I don't. I, I wear almost those. yoga pants. Yeah, they're, they're running. I wear. So running. you wear yoga pants, and I, I honestly love them. I seriously, and I. That's why I'm kind of thinking that a lot of, especially women, probably wear them because they're super comfortable. I, I wear them Ooh, almost every day. Wear them. I'm not gonna lie. Like I like to wear my jeans. I like, I like certain kinds of jeans, and they're kind of like stretchy. Yeah. But they're jeans still. They fit tight. But at the same time, I like it is. I, I looked the other day, and I'm thinking, man, if I just I want to throw something like on real quick. Pecker. 
that. I don't have to do that. So, <laughs> but I, I, uh, I was like, man, could I put some sweatpants on or some nice stretchy pants to like run to the store real quick? So I wouldn't wear yoga pants, but I do like those. You know, I do like active the, wear pants, like yeah, gym pants. Yeah, they're boring. Yeah, because I have thermals that I wear if I go running in the morning that I put on that are just spandex, you know. But then I'll put my running pants over that. But sometimes I'm walking around in the house just with my my thermals on, and I'm going. This would be nice if I could just walk around with these. That but wouldn't be. There's nice. no that way would I could. Be nice. we I would can't see, do it. It would be would nice see for all me. your freaking like hairs on your legs popping through. It'd be nice yeah, for me though because like, it's it's nice. You're chaka from the neck down, I man. You're not, I'm not that hairy. Yeah, you are. You're pretty hairy, bro. <laughs> not that yes, you hairy. are. You always you say that. I am not. You need to hair. get a wax sponsor for. I am not. You know what? Hairy. If you have a waxing studio and you would like to sponsor us, Dex needs some serious attention. We're going to call it the wax your ass segment. You know what I'd like to get, though, is uh, um, I have one of those back blades. I'd like to get sponsored by Backblade because I have little patches of hair on my so back. So you do have hair all over your body. You're well, it's it. like I have these little patches. You are like back. Chaka. <clears throat> no, I'm not. Fucking land of the I'm lost. That you are a hairy little beast. <laughs> but that Backblade is legit. Backblade. It's awesome. So you don't cut yourself? It has like a No, roll. it doesn't cut you Is or it anything. made by like Headblade where they have the roller on it where you can't like- No, it's not a roller. No, this is like- this is What does that do razor. about your back knee? Do you ever- and actually, if you have an itchy back, it actually feels really good, too. Huh. Yeah. That's good to know. You can use it. I'll bring it one of these days. You guys can try it out. That's fucking that's frightening. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm good, bro. Yeah. Backblade wants to sponsor the show. You get herpes show. on your back. Oh, Dex, let me borrow his backblade. <laughs> Dude, there was, there was um, the last time we did a, an event up in Santa Fe, a fight, there was a guy fighting and he was his back was so jacked up oh yeah i saw that guy i was when, at that fight yeah he got because i sit right by the cage and i always get splashed with blood right i'm always mm-hmm. like i have to have like a little towel you know because i wear white shirts yeah. and uh this dude came and slammed his back into the cage oh no and did his it pop? Did you get juiced i got juiced oh did you really my God. i got juiced did that guy i felt bad for that guy who was that had to fight him because I'm going, gosh, man, that's got to be gross. All you got to do is like get one of them that's like real deep and ingrown, <laughs> just twist it, and he'll submit. Dude, at that fight, I saw there was a, there was a lady that was sitting pretty close to the cage, and she got splattered by blood or something, man. Yeah, she happens. was freaking out. Well, you need to start providing us with like splash zones, sh- like, uh, like splash cards. Do we get it's, splash cards? It's different. It's called it's different over there. It's called the red zone. It's like football. So there, if yeah. you're in the front seat against the it's cage. It's a splash zone. It's like right. being at SeaWorld. So here's something that I haven't told uh, Buck before, and it's pretty simple. You, I put the long skirts on the front of the table so you can lift them up. Oh, that's So that call. you can use it to hide behind it. Okay. So instead of putting it on the back side, I roll it to the front side. So you, if you notice, my wife will do that periodically. She'll pick it up. And all so your, if they get close to you, that's when she picks it up. If then she looks like she's in modern day. Never- I, she looks like she's in modern day Iran all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> Just kind of sexy. Look at your eyes right now. <laughs> you know, those fights are always fun. We have a. We actually have one. What's the date of our next event? January 11th up in Santa Fe. Buffalo Thunder is our next one. So, Yeah, those fights are always a lot of fun, and um, they can be very entertaining, too. We actually had one. It wasn't, I think it was two fights ago, three fights ago. It was three fights ago, and I'm not sure who's responsible for hiring the ring girls, but somebody, something slipped through the cracks. First of all, yeah. 
Some, so, so, <laughs> so I'll tell you the story because I'm all over the place during the fight. I'm in the front. I'm in the back. I'm, I'm all over the place. I'm sitting at the cage. I got headsets on. And so, you know, sometimes the commission, the commission is basically the cops of the event. So you have the regulatory body that, that makes sure the fighters don't pack sand in their gloves or concrete or, you know, that they not sneaking, you know, cocaine in there and getting juiced up. For water bottles. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, so. The commission wants to take a break and they want to uh, check some of the fighters out in the back so that we can release them. So after so many fights, you want to you want to go check on the fighters. And obviously we have other medical you know personnel back there in case something's going on where we need to you know get them to the hospital or anything. We know right away when they get out of the cage. So excuse me. So we wind up taking a break and I go in the back and all the fighters are surround have TVs in the back for all the action. Granted, there's no fights going on right now. I'm in the back. Doc's in the back. We're checking fighters. Every single person in the fucking locker room was around the TVs. And I'm like, what the hell are they watching? Yeah. They're watching my ring girl. Yeah. She is so drunk. Oh, no. She is ping-ponging off of the fence. Oh, my gosh. Like, bang, bang. <laughs> I noticed it, like, the fight before. I was like, something is amiss with this woman. Yeah. Like, something is not right with this woman. Well, she started doing like stripper moves first, right? That was the first. That Plus, was the she was like a Meemaw, too. Yeah. Like, she was. Take it easy, bro. <laughs> I don't pull Meemaws for my fight, okay? And it's nice and warm down here in Founders, too. What's if a anybody Meemaw, like 50s? I don't know. She wasn't 50. She's probably like 30 years old. No, she was I mean. like 39. <laughs> Anyways. So how, how far into the fight did she make it? Did Dude, she, she it? made it to the fucking, to the, to like to the co-main her, event. Seriously? Like kicked her ass out. <laughs> <laughs> I literally, like, when I saw that, I'm like, oh, hell no. Oh, no. So she I was fucking hammered. I beelined, and there's a, there's a lady who actually handles my ring girls, and I, I won't um, I won't say her name, Colleen, but she uh, she's a nice lady, <laughs> and she runs them, and she, I guess this girl allegedly, she claims allegedly that she, her friends were giving her drink. There's a technical zone, and that zone is controlled by the commission, meaning there's a rope between there, and you can't have liquor in there. So in theory, she shouldn't have even been able to get drinks while her friend, I sit their guests behind them, um. and the guests were sliding her drinks under the chair. So I'm not sure. It, she claims she had two drinks. I'm not sure if she brought pill. She might have got roofied or something. She got pill <laughs> Cosby as her guest or what? She was all fucking hopped up on goofballs. Did she fall when she was trying to get off? She was stumbling. Yeah. Um, and then I finally was like, uh, "Hey, you gotta go." Because I, I was like, "I'm not." You know, she's so drunk, right? Because the commission holds your license. Yeah. If the if the license gets revoked for you know, do green girls have to be licensed? They don't, but uh, they don't, but they're in a zone, so they have to give up you know, their licenses to the commission for being in that zone is so that in theory, they're not able to drink if they're not, you know, they have to get a temporary badge to be in that area. So I had to throw her out, um, which I've never had to throw a ring girl out. So I say, I've seen everything in fighting and that night. I, I feel like I've seen everything now. Yeah. After that. Yeah. I've never seen anything like that before. Yeah. So it I'm, was, I'm trying nuts. to get her out and the other girl next to her, she was super sweet. And she was like, she was like, you should go. You should. You should just leave. You should go with them. They need you to go. Oh, she was like nervous as shit, and she's like, hey, "I'm fine." <laughs> I'm she started doing fine. that loud whisper drunk talk, like, oh. "It's okay. I'm okay. No, I'm fine. 
what the? And then she started getting like a little bit combative, oh, and, uh, no. and she's like, "What the fuck? What the fuck?" Uh, and then I'm like, "Okay, you need to go so that I actually like remove the barrier to like to get her to the quickest yeah. exit." And and I'm like, "Get her out of here! Like, yeah. I don't ever want to see her again." And so I apparently should called my friend Monday morning and apologized for it and said she had had she not so she thinks someone like was gave her something. She got Cosby. She got Pill Cosby, allegedly. Pill Cosby. That's possible. She never, uh, yeah, I haven't seen her again since. She did, uh, believe it or not, she told her, she told my friend that she was willing to do it again, and she wants to redeem herself. Oh, my gosh. Oh, well, sign her up. Yeah. yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Give her a second chance. Listen, you know. Hey, man, everybody deserves a second chance, Ricky. I'm a dirtbag. If it sold tickets, I'll do it. (laughs) (laughs) I will say this. The last fight I went to, the last fights at uh, Buffalo Thunder, were so good. Like every fight was so entertaining. I mean, the these fighters that you get are freaking savages, man. So it's it's hard, man. It's hard to match make. We were just talking about how we lost six fights in one day. I mean, we I don't need 14, 15 fights. If I can have six to eight fights solid but good talent. Yeah. Um and really what I use the the fights for is to scout talent for my management firm. So I found some really good fighters over the years by having this minor league team to be able to, to scout talent. And so uh, we don't scout ring girls, apparently, uh, Mimas or drunks, but yeah. we do uh, we do scout fighters. But uh, yeah, so man, going back to the going back to the ejection of the ring girl, man, like never seen anything like that before in my life. Uh, my fighters loved it, man. They were in the back. Oh, yeah. Everybody else. They were so pumped up, pumped up, dude. And I, I haven't been that embarrassed in a while at a, like at a fight and just to have to escort like a member of the staff. So now it, they make us give everybody in there, including me, my wife, Aaron, you have to give up your ID now to walk in. Yeah. So it, it's crazy because of this one girl I've, I've seen. I've seen wild. I've seen guys go get hurt in the locker rooms, like in the UFC level. We're in the locker room and a guy headbutts another guy with his own training partner or blows his ankle out, breaks it in the locker. I'm seeing random stuff. Here's another random story. So this was from the same night. I feel like I feel like maybe 2018 wasn't that good when I look back. You know, 2019, 2020 starting rough. But looking back at that same fight night, I had a guy from down south. He's in the sauna. He's already made weight. He's shadow boxing. Oh, I remember that guy. He's shadow boxing by the pool. First of all, guys, don't run by the pool. Yeah. Second yeah. of all, we, we, we get taught that when we're little kids. No high kicks by the pool. It's not allowed yeah. because when you do a high kick, you're on one foot. Oh, you're geez. pivoting. Oh, my it's gosh. wet. And what do you think happened? He hits his head. He hits his head. He goes to sleep. Oh, my gosh. He's supposed to fight that night. Why are you even by the pool shadow boxing on fight night? Right. So he get he knocks himself out. So I'm thinking he's already weighed in. He's already ready to fight. <laughs> he's like, you'll be fine. Right. He w- he's okay. No, well, so he I'm like, have a con- there's no concussion protocol with us. It's okay. No, I, I, li- I, I literally was like, I got to see this shit for myself. Right. I got to go to his room and see what is going on. So I go to his room. One and- pupil's like bigger than the other one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm fine. So, so we, I get there in the room. And the reason why I get there is because I get a call saying somebody's freaking out in a room. And so if you under if if you understand like different parts of your head control emotion CTE yeah move no <laughs> not CTE jerk so Jesus this guy I'm gonna flop him on the head with the mic here in a second so if you guys hear a thud, don't you'll give him pills that's, that's me 
He's going to get anyways for being a dick. <laughs> so he, so, so I go to his room and he is raging just like, Oh, and he's just like screaming at the top of his lungs. So he's got another guy there who's fought for me before. And, uh, and I'm like, yo, you need to control this dude. Like you need to tell him to chill the fuck out, you know? Cause I'm not, I'm not his teammate. I'm not his coach. You know, I don't know this guy. Uh, he's 185 pounds and I'm not in the shape that I used to be in. So I'm not even trying to get in and like piss him off and like tell him some shit that's going to make him mad because he's out of his mind. Right. So he hit, turns out he hit the front left lobe of his head, which controls emotion. And so he's, so he forgets that he had knocked himself out by the pool every two minutes. So if you ever had somebody who's been concussed, uh, one of this the sounds big, like a movie. Well, one of the signs that you should look for is, are they sensitive to lie? Do they ask the same questions over and over again? Yeah. You know, like dilation of one pupil. I mean, like that's yeah. a severe head injury. Right. And so I'm, I'm going to go through some basic, you know, protocols with concussion with him. I don't even get that far. I mean, he's just like, what happened? The bro, so the the kid who was with him is this black kid from down south. He's awesome, right? So he's he's real like his accent and the way he just like he's all smooth about. It. He's like, motherfucker, knock yourself out. <laughs> and he's, like, <laughs> he's like, what? Fucking knock yourself out, bro. He's like, no. He's like, yeah, bro. And he's like, no fucking way. He's like, yeah, bro. Fucking knock yourself out. Get high kicked by the fucking pool. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, fucking fights off. So he's, he's like, no, no, fuck. He's screaming, right? And then he throws up. Yeah. No, no, he don't no. throw up. <laughs> so he sits there, he puts his hands on his knees, and he's, just, and he's quiet. I'm like, all right, good. We got him calm. About a minute later, the fuck happened? Knocks the fuck self out by the fuck boo. <laughs> he's like, what? You ain't going to fucking fight, bro. He's like, fuck. Ah. He's in like every two minutes. <laughs> For real, bro. Loops like Groundhog Day. <laughs> this happened like at right. least 10 times. No Over way. and over. Motherfucker knocks himself out by the pool. So it just keeps telling him the same story. So I'm wow. like, all right, this dude's fucked. So we got to get him to the hospital. He's not fighting, obviously. Uh, so we're up in Santa Fe. So I got to get him to St. Mike's. And I'm like, security's piling up by the door at this point. Because, you know, if you're ever in a casino and you, you know, in security. Guys, yeah, they take that shit serious. They like, they like some action, right? Especially when you got someone flipping out. So next thing you know, the cops show up and I'm like, I got this, guys. I just need to get him to the car. So I told his coach, you got to get him out of here. You, you got to get him to the car. We're not going to transport him, you know, because he won't go. He's being combative. The only person he's going to hang out with is the coach. So I said, you know, coach, you got to get him in the car. Long story, we get him in the car. We get him to the hospital. They do a scan on him. There's no bleed. Everything's fine. He just had a pretty good concussion from throwing a kick by the pool. Uh, so we start the fights. Fast forward to the fights. We're about halfway through the fights. This is about where the ring girl's getting primed up, right? She probably had about three. <laughs> she's like six deep right now. She's she's probably had a few shots. So this happened now. the same night? Same night yeah, bro. same night. <laughs> I get called on my headset. Hey, we got a disturbance in, in the room again. I said, what are you talking about? I thought. I thought the guy was at the hospital. I told you guys to get him to the hospital. Well, they released him. You guys let him come back here? No way. Yeah. I said, oh, my God. Well, who's in the room with him? Well, nobody. Uh, so I stopped in the middle of the show. I ran all the way to the room with the coach. This dude is smashing lamps. Oh, my just God. Just freaking. Wow. Yeah. Now he's getting like, so I, I get, pack your shit. So I, I literally, the coach, pack all of his stuff. He's, he's got to leave. Right? So he leaves the room. Oh, rewind to when he hit his head in the in the sauna. I find out that he had actually like started punching holes in the wall in the gym. So he was so angry that he had slipped and fell. He started punching holes. Oh, so man. did damage in the gym, and now he's slamming lights around. What that set you back? 
Um, it wasn't, it wasn't cool, but yeah. you know, we got to figure it out. But, um, yeah. So, so then we get, I have to get him and bring him into the locker room and we sit him in the corner. It's like now the commission who is watching him. And so as soon as the dude fought, I'm like, sorry guys, you got to go. So they had to drive him all the way back to Las Cruces. Oh my God. And he was doing, you know, he was just, he was raging because he didn't, he couldn't understand. Right. And I, and I think this probably happens with dementia and Alzheimer's as well. When, when, Patients get frustrated, and it's such a sad disorder uh, when you get to that point because you, the most thing, the thing that makes a lot of people mad and combative is they can't remember things. They they want to remember something. It it frustrates the shit out of them because they know they should know this. And so, same thing with fighting. When you get concussed like that, sometimes you forget where you're at, what what you're doing. Yeah, you know, and and it really frustrates. Well, this guy was just. You know, they, they had said he'd never seen him rage like that before. He's the nicest guy. He was quiet. Wow. He didn't. So it was not par for the course for this guy. But yeah, same night. What a random night, right? Huh. That's, That's what it just makes you think about, you know, just uh, just how soft the brain is, you know, and just how just something like that can throw you completely, can change your personality, can change everything about you, you know? Yeah. It's crazy. All takes is one time. You stroke know? Yeah. is no joke. Yeah, no strokes, head injuries, hit your head on something. Yeah, when someone, and a lot of times, you know, sometimes people don't recognize signs like that, or they go go to sleep when they get hit in the head, or you know, they slip and fall, and it's like, oh, they had an aneurysm, or they had something happen to them. You know, you don't mess around with head injuries. I don't care. It, it could just take a slip and fall on ice, yeah. and and it, it could do as much damage as a lifetime of fighting. You know. Yeah, man. Traumatic brain injury. That yep. shit's real. Yeah, that's what my wife does every day. She works. Uh, deals with you. She deals with me every day. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking hard. She's a saint. <laughs> no, she works. Uh, she works on a neuro team at the hospital uh, in the operating room, and they do all craniotomies all the time. You ever watch those surgeries? No, I don't like to see that shit. It's crazy, man. It is crazy. The brain so, surgery. Yeah, I'm yeah. a friend of mine, uh, Doctor Todd. His dad slipped and fell in Jerusalem. Uh, his dad's uh, his his dad's Jewish, and they went to Jerusalem for their annual trip. That's Jewish. Yeah. So yeah, his dad slipped and hit his head, and uh, and so he winds up going. He comes all the way home, and then like a few days later, he's like having like cognitive issues and forgetting things, and so Todd's like talking to him, and Todd's a doc, so he's like. Yeah, Dad, you need to go to the ER right now. Like, right now you need yeah. to go. And so, sure enough, he had a brain bleed. Oh, my He gosh. made it all the way back, flew all wow. the way back. He's lucky he didn't die. Well, he didn't really want, want to tell anybody because he's one of those old tough dudes, yeah. right? So, yeah. he didn't want to tell anybody that he had a brain injury. That he had hit him, his own head. And so, when he got back, they wound up sawing probably... Four inches by four Jeez. inch square out of the top. And of you his have to head. stay awake during that during brain surgery. You can, yeah, you can. Yeah. No, they don't. They put you to sleep. Do they put you to yeah. sleep? They, now? They, they put you on stuff, but I mean, like you don't feel it. But I mean, sometimes you can be awake during brain surgery. I thought but, they had to have you awake so that way, just in case, because they're testing. See, I think the docs would be fucking with me if they did that. Though they'd like have my skull taken. They'd give you like a boner. And, and, and they'd, <laughs> they'd be like, I'm gonna push this portion of your head, and you're like, oh fuck. You know, and then they touch another piece, and you start crying <laughs> you start laughing <laughs> well after i saw this so what what they do is they they remove like literally like the hood of your car they yeah. cut your skull and they took this chunk of bone out of his head and they peel it back and it's like jello when there's when the when it's clotting and so they vacuum it off of the the brain wow and then they put the skull back on and then they leave a tube to drain the extra fluid so it doesn't happen again yeah and then they just wait to see if like your shit comes back right <laughs> Crazy. So you're like, yeah, we're we, going to need to ask my wife about this because she does this shit every day. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. So, so 
it was it was good. Like his dad's, so, you know, he feels good again. He's clear. And then, uh, like a, a week later, you know, the biggest thing is infection. You got to keep infection out of there when after they do that because if, you know, obviously you get a brain infection, you're, you're fucked. You know. Yeah. And so they it, it want to be an okay, but yeah, convertible top, bro. Cut the whole thing out. Just pop it back on. That's I didn't crazy. even know that like when you remove bone from the skull that it'll grow back just like a normal broken bone. Um, but yeah, he's. I went and actually had a. Christmas Eve, I stopped by there. They were having a little Hanukkah deal when he was in town. I stopped by there and 100% back to normal. No wow. problems. Yeah, hair's there. Could never tell it happened. It was crazy. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Neurology is crazy. These docs and the surgery, man, they're freaking, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, they're finding out too. A lot of, you know, um, you know, uh, people that are in bands too that headbang, they're getting CTE. They're getting traumatic brain injury. Jason Newstead from Metallica. Yeah. He talked about that actually affecting him. Yeah. Like he used to be crazy headbanger and then had to stop. Right. Because it was affecting him. Yeah, it makes sense. You know, if your brain's just floating in water in your skull. You're slapping and you're it up against Slapping it. Yeah. It, constantly. It, it's so dumb. Like, you know, even being in the fight business, it's just such a dumb concept to just, you know, hit your head on something. Yeah. Yeah. What's, what's the deal with like boxers and MMA fighters that wear headgear? Because it that doesn't. Nah. Do anything Head, right? Headgear just keeps you from getting cut. You just don't get oh, cut. Oh, just cut. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, people do think because they have headgear on, and it's, it's a misconception. Yeah. Any kind of even shit a, still hurts. Even a soccer ball, man. These kids yeah. that are heading balls, like you know, you're you're literally kicking a ball 40, 50 miles per hour, and somebody's stepping in front of it and smacking right. it with your head, like stupid, yeah. right? I mean, it's it's so dumb. But I think the thing that we're learning, obviously, from movies like Concussion, uh, about about CTE and how it manifests and. And, you know, I heard Tate's uh, segment on here last time he was on. It's it's wild, man. I mean, years of putting yourself in harm's way pays dividends long term. And it's it's not really something that you find out. There's guys that I work with now that are still in the UFC. Um, not that I manage, but I mean, there's guys that are still actively on the roster that I know have CTE issues already that we're seeing happen. And these guys are still getting cleared from neuros to go fight and fights. Yeah. And. At a certain point, it'll it'll change a lot of things. I don't anticipate I'll be in the fight uh, side of the fight business forever because I think long term, like with any other industry, even in the vape business, right now they're they're banning flavors and single use, you know, vape cartridges, right? That they step in and they change the rules, right? Everything changes. Yeah, I think long term wise, fighting mixed martial arts, you know, regulatory bodies are going to change a lot of the w- protocols for you getting into a fight where there's really not a lot of rules now, man. Colorado. You have to get a blood test once a year to fight. That's really? It. That's it. Once a year. Huh. It's like, not only does that not tell you if your brain is okay. I mean, if you get a basic eye exam, you can see some some issues here and there with dilation and stuff. But it just blows my mind, man, at, at how many people suffer from head injuries that, that you know, we, we just diagnose as depression and things that yeah. they have going on. And no, it's, it's a brain injury manifesting. Yeah. Are you going to uh, get Cowboy on our show before his fight? Is that going to happen? I'd be when lying if fight? I told you that I would. He's next already, weekend. yeah, he's oh, already next weekend. weekend. Yeah, yeah. I, honestly, I think two weeks. I think, uh, I think he's probably he's in the zone right now, man. It's going to be tough. So, dude, did you guys see that picture of Conor McGregor? Um, he's all jacked. He is freaking jacked. He's on the good shit, man. He is huge. I don't care what anybody says, man. Usada's here, and some of my friends, you know, run Usada, but there's some. There's still some shit going on, man. You think? I, I think really? there's a reason why Demetrius Johnson went to 1FC right when they were testing for EPO. Really? When John Dotson fought him, I was in the corner in Chicago. And he wasn't a, sweating? 
Not at all. <laughs> I went and shook this dude's hand, right? Yeah. I was sweating from watching the damn fight in the corner like a pig. And this guy wasn't even sweating. Five rounds, five five-minute rounds with John Dotson. Watch the fight at the end. He's not even sweating. Yeah. That's called EPO, motherfuckers. That's yeah. what that's called. That's that Lance Armstrong shit, right? That's the right? Lance Armstrong. So, so we naturally here in New Mexico, being at high altitude, have higher red blood cells, right? Thinner air makes our body work harder, produce more red blood cells. Yep. EPO does the same thing. So, uh, but like times a thousand. So you, when you have that lactic acid burn in your body and you're getting tired and you're breaking down, when you're on EPO, you don't feel that. Right. So you can just keep going and going and going. That's why Lance Armstrong runs so many of the Tour de France is because he he had the good shit. Right. So all of a sudden, Ben Askren gets traded to from one FC for Demetrius Johnson. He's out of here. And what happens right after that? TJ Dillashaw gets popped for EPO. Right. Like shortly after that. Yeah. So drug testing is necessary. You know, like Victor Conte did with Balco Labs back with the Barry Bonds days, you know, and Jose Canseco and all that stuff. It's still out there. They're going to try and beat it. Are they, uh, are uh, these fighters, in, are they allowed to uh, use pre workouts? Or is it depends on what's in it? Like yeah. BCAs? Like, yeah, you well, can that use, just has caffeine. Yeah, you okay. can yeah. use caffeine. You can do, use certain things. But when you start getting into like ephedrine products and things, yeah. for all you guys that really work out and take pre workout, I mean, some of this shit's like meth, man. Oh my gosh. It's seriously like crack. It, and it is. It's just, it's like, I remember you, somebody fed us some stuff once. Oh um, my God. That stuff is somebody full gave us on something. Illegal. We were. It was God. It we was were called jacked. I'm pretty sure that's what you guys took. It was like it was like a jack. It was like a, it was like a hornet, wasn't it? It was like um. It was some that shot was or your something. Peter Pill, bro. That was totally different. I will that say totally this different. though. I will say this. It not only made us like high as a, it made me high and laugh. Remember, we were in the in the uh, in the promotions meeting. I was laughing. Yeah. And but it also did some stuff you down a boner there. You know at what work. I'm saying? That's what you're saying right now. That's what I, I'm saying. I didn't have a boner. This I don't know. Not a boner at work. I had some things going on, man. <laughs> and now we know why you got fired. It wasn't me. <laughs> this was good to know. Hashtag you too, huh? Yeah. The, the, the real story came out there, guy. Because yeah, when some lady off the street is selling this stuff, you know, I mean, she wanted to come in to promote it and sell it. Wait, so you let truck. a listener? Yeah. give you the stuff. I thought it was Visalis. I thought that was no. maybe your Visalis boner uh, no. energy stuff. <laughs> My husband Walter cooks this in an RV. You no. gotta try it. A listener like hit us up or something, and she wanted to hook us up and so she came in oh is this when you were doing like vitamins for bmws <laughs> no that wasn't that was this was way before what's your next uh, multi-level marketing yeah you know what I've, I've been hit up a few times some people want me to jump on board you know they keep saying you know you're it's the ground floor and i'm like yeah you know what I, I want to learn like, my it's like the sex toys party now. Yeah. I watched this show on Showtime called Becoming a God in Central Florida. Yeah. It's got Kirsten Dunst and it's got the dude that was Zed from uh from Pulp Fiction. Remember the guy that yeah. bangs what's his name in the ass? Um, oh <clears throat> sorry. But it's the it's about this guy uh in what's his name? O- Obi Garbro the third or something like that. And it's basically like this multi-level marketing thing called FAM. And wow. like I watched this whole series and I was like, man, Dex, just, his mouth would be watered right now <laughs> watching this. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, man, I did pretty good with that. You know? I bet you signed up for the Secret Santa thing on Facebook this year. Secret Santa thing? I oh, dude. So that. my assistant, Heather, did that. And it's like, I love her to death, but she's so gullible, right? And so... It literally in the same, I'll show you guys the picture of it's awesome. It's like she's like anybody that wants to gift and then you do this gift and then you get this gift and you're just like, okay, oh this God. is a fucking pyramid scheme. It's like a little scheme, pyramid scheme. Right. So then in the same thing, like in the same shot on my phone, it's like 
beware of the secret Santa scams this year. Going around <laughs> on Facebook. So like screenshotted it and like fucking sent it to her like, yo, motherfucker. And she's like, oh, thank you. And she <laughs> took it down. But I'm yeah. sure Dex was probably on the secret Santa. Yeah. Uh, but they're probably trying to, because Reddit does that. Reddit's been doing a secret Santa for years. And uh, it's getting bigger every year. But they, yeah. Yeah. Because they had the story this year about the, the Bill Gates gift. Like Bill Gates has been doing the secret Santa on Reddit for a long time. And he sent this woman like she got like an 85 pound box full of stuff. Yeah. You know, just like old used monitors and shit. Yeah. <laughs> an old mouse with the ball. <laughs> she, she get the air cleaner to dust it out when you start skipping across the screen. Oh, man. Do you guys, uh, you guys have any goals this year that, uh, you know, are, are we at that age now where it's like you kind of don't set the resolutions or mine's simple, man. Don't be so fat. You know, like I gotta, you know, you get to this point, I get to the point, like after you have so much fun eating and yeah. drinking and then it's like, I want to be, be healthy. That's it. Just be a little healthier this year. Dude, I, it's pretty good during the holidays. My weight's like right around 210 right now. And I'm still, even after the holidays get right there. Get a scale. That's fine. I, yeah, I want to, I want to, I want a scale. I That's fine. It's like, bro, my vans are like 10 pounds. Cause I think I'm about 210 right now. Are you really? I probably. You've always been a lot fatter than me. What do you guys think I weigh? <laughs> Let's do the weight guessing. 260. 260. <laughs> wow. No, I'd say you're probably. Uh, I bet you're 200. No, he's more than 200. You're Two, like. Uh, 210? You're like 215. 205. Thank, 205, thank yeah. you for adding extra weight. I appreciate that. <laughs> I do appreciate that. But yeah, just be a little healthier. You know, yeah. I watched the uh, Game Changers on Netflix. Yes. You guys seen that? Yep. Yeah. We were talking about that on one of the episodes. I think I got to go vegan. Yeah. No, yeah, don't do, do that, bro. No, I'm all those it. those those guys, though, man. I mean, when you look at all of those, like super athletes, is basically what you would call them. Mm-hmm. You know, they're all vegans. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, ultra marathon runners. I was reading like Tom Brady's, like what his chef does, and he's not vegan, but I mean, he doesn't. He does. He like has no fun, man. No tomatoes, like because they're acidic and cause inflammation, and like they're gross. Even some of the vegetables vegan, that the guy vegan be tough, you know. Unless you know, with supplements, you can you can do it pretty easy now but that's a tough lifestyle man uh it would be i i mean realistically i'm gonna try and ease into it after the February. you gotta eat a lot of food to get you, your nutrients man no you don't actually no, you don't. if you're not supplementing did you, you watch do. the show yeah dude you know, they're, you know. have you ever oh, eaten yeah. vegan you gotta try it i've never eaten i've never i've i've ate at a vegetarian restaurant before but vegan. i've never that's ate vegan, vegan before i no. used to uh so dr tom our roommate was vegan for the longest i mean probably 15 years He was a big dude yeah he, and he was huge and so, but uh, one time I came over the house with some buffalo wild wings, and I put it on the plate and microwaved it, and I've never pissed him off so bad in my life. He's like, did you just microwave your chicken wings on my plates? I was like, <laughs> yeah. He's like, what the fuck, bro? And I was like, what, man? And he has a tattoo down his shin. It says vegan. Does is he really? Oh, yeah, is he yeah. doing it? Why, why he's is not he anymore. Vegan? He's totally not is anymore. Is he vegan just for the health reasons? Uh, he was or? from California, so he's a fruitcake. Oh, you know okay. what I mean? No, I'm just kidding. That was a <laughs> wow. joke. Why are you yeah. from California? We're, I am from California, actually. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. Northern um, California. But yeah, he was so mad at me for putting chicken wings on his plate. And, then, and now to this day, he laughs about it. But uh, I'm like, remember that time you ripped me for... Uh, for double decking the toilet uh, toilet lid, that wasn't me. It yeah. was the mechanic that you had over there and the chicken wings. Those are the two times you really yelled at me. Yeah, and uh, wasn't me either time. Well, the chicken wings were. My friend, uh, his mom opened a restaurant in Knob Hill, and um, they were buying all of the stuff. And I asked him about the equipment, and he's like, "She wants to buy all new stuff." And I was like, "Why? It's so expensive. You can buy." used restaurant equipment for cheap and he was like she doesn't want anything that meat has touched you know what i i 
I have to commend that because, you know, a lot of these places is what I hear is that, you know, like the, uh, the farm table restaurants I hear now, I, I don't have any proof about this. I'm just hearing it, you know, from somebody else, but that a lot of that is just bullshit, you know, that, that the a lot of the table. Yeah. The lot of, lot of food that they get is just kind of bullshit. It's not, not what you would expect it to be, you know, like what, like farm to table. Uh, the one down here on 4th Street definitely is because I went there one night and they were out of everything because it wasn't yeah. grown. I'm like, yeah. oh, I'll have the uh, steak. They, had, like, they took me out back and had me pick out my t- <laughs> <laughs> They're like, which one do you want? I was like, I'll take the little one. That was when he didn't pay his bill and he had to wash Chopped dishes. Chopped that fucker's head off. No, they, they ran out of stuff because, no, they didn't, cool. because they weren't able to produce it. That was the yeah. one locally here. But uh, I was I was disappointed because I wanted everything everything on the menu to be like intact. But they, well, some things weren't in season. and yeah. so. They weren't shipping it in at that time, so. I think I get a little upset when I go to a nice restaurant and I don't see a ribeye, but I see a cauliflower steak on the menu. A cauliflower? I've never even seen a cauliflower steak. Yeah, well. Is that Who real? Who makes that? Uh, the tram. They had it on the menu. Steak. They had a, a cauliflower, cauliflower steak. steak. They have yeah, a steak on the menu. What are you talking about? Yeah, they did. I got a picture of it. I'll show you. you I, the tube let me see the picture. All right. They I want to see the picture. The tube steak because that's what you're. He's full of shit. No, I don't had, believe any, a, I don't believe anything that's coming out of your I mouth right there. now. I had the ribeye. They, they didn't have ribeye my night. They had like a New York and I was thinking and a filet. That was all they had. I was so they had steaks. No, they had steaks, but I I want the ribeye. I'm the ribeye guy. Well, they I love. First of all, I don't think they actually they they didn't. I don't know that they called it a ribeye. They just uh, had a fancy name for the cut. Son of a bitch. Yeah, you you just didn't know what you were doing. I don't. I'll show you the menu, dude. I took a picture. I'm the one who set you up up there. I know. know, And I, you know what? I looked at the menu. There was there was no there was no ribeye. Asked my wife. I had a ribeye. I think I even asked the waiter about the ribeye, and they said, "No, it's sorry. You're making shit up. Not making things up, bro. I'm serious." Well, Ricky, thank you for coming in and hanging out with us. Thanks for having me. Uh, we'll probably have you on again soon. Yeah. Because we've had some adventures, man. We, have, no, we, really we haven't have. even got into the stories yet. I, I know. Ricky called me yesterday and he's like, let's talk about this. And I'm like, eh, I Dude, don't we know. have done some shit together. And some shit that people, when you listen, when you listen to the things, the, the stories, right? When you had your old radio station on the, on the, on the other, uh, the intern before the, the Christian station. And I see some of the comments that are coming from some of the listeners that this is not the, this is not the same show. Like they're shocked. It, but but I feel like you and who you are and a lot of things that you've been through, they know most of the story. You know, they know a lot of the the shit you've been through, right? Yeah, I mean, we not that you have to tell the whole story, but when we jump into some of the stuff that we have done with you over the years, not that we're gonna t- maybe we touch ten percent, it'll blow some fuckers' minds oh, just yeah. on ten percent. So. January is going to be a good month for you. I can feel it. We'll get back together again, and uh, we'll tell some stories. There it is, the crispy cauliflower steak. Filet of beef. Oh, yeah, there it is, crispy cauliflower Wait, you steak. Said Do you see a ribeye on there? Do you see a ribeye on there? Yeah, it's right there. New Where? Mexican ribeye. <laughs> get out of here. It's not yeah. on there. Shut, shut your mouth. It is not. New Mexican ribeye. <laughs> yeah, right there, bro. Red chili braised New Mexican right. ribeye. I wish it was. That's the uh, New Mexican pe- pela. The pe- pedal. They call that the pedal. The pedal. <laughs> it's chorizo, scallop, shrimp, mussels, broth. That actually sounds pretty gross. Yeah, it does. Well, anyways, <clears throat> maybe Dex will let us tell some stories next time we get. Together. Yeah, maybe let us tell some stories. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Dude, I put, I did some shit, man. I put myself on the line. Yeah, I did some I dumb. Know. I did you, some dumb shit. But thing. I honestly think those stories might need to wait a little bit longer before yeah. we release them. I don't know. I think that once uh, once we get through January, yeah. we'll be feeling a little better. Then we'll talk. about I'm that. excited to talk about the time we. Never mind. 
<laughs> we'll save that for next week. Boner pills together at work? Uh, no. Okay. No. Uh, all right. Uh, Buck and Dex Army. Uh, make sure you guys subscribe. Instagram, Facebook, uh, Buck and Dex Army. You can find us real easy. To, uh, share it with all your friends. Yeah, we have a website, buckindexarmy.com. You can get the podcast anywhere, any major outlet where you can iHeart podcast. Radio. Dude, we're on iHeart Radio again. How weird is that? It is weird. I wondered. I was actually thinking about this the other day. I was thinking that we need to hit up Tony Monero because I talked to him. Tony Monero was our old boss. He's a great boss. Right when we got fired. Love that guy. And uh, he was talking to me about the podcast. And I was thinking about it. I was like, we should hit him up and see if we can go in and use the studio to record an interview. Oh, man, that'd be great. I, I don't know, man. You guys are better than me. I'd still be salty. I wouldn't set. I, I wouldn't even be on that platform. You know what? I'm okay. You know what we need to do? All right. We need to have Chuck Hammond on and get the real story. Ooh, Chuck Hammond. That's a good one. You think he would come tell the real story? He's retired now. Yeah, he's retired. He, he probably would. shit. He probably can't talk about it. He probably signed an ironclad. I doubt it. Nah. I doubt it. Nah. Well, we got to sure get be, the real story. Good, it'd be a good interview. Yeah. I'd like to have the real story. You yeah. think he would puss out or you think he would tell you like no, straight he'd do up? It. He'd do it. Some all people, right, some people like water it down. You think you just go all in and tell you? Yeah, you guys make sure you patronize our sponsors. We'll just give them all a, a little quick plug here uh, because those guys have really helped us out. You know, we've been able to buy equipment and microphones and all kinds of stuff. So, Pure Life. If you're a medical card holder here in New Mexico, they have six locations around the state. They've got four more coming by the middle of this year. Uh, who else? Uh, who else we have? We have Waterstone Mortgage. Waterstone Mortgage. Waterstone Michael Bowen Mortgage and the Bowen, Bowen team. They're actually the the title sponsor for our show. If you need a mortgage, hit up Michael Bowen. Unleash Nutrition. Yep, Unleash Sports Nutrition. Corey. They over have legit supplements, not the kind the Dex took. Yeah, <laughs> not a freaking man. Would it work? You won't yeah. be thinking you're drinking a protein shake and get a boner, so you'll be safe with those guys. Yeah. Good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we've got more stuff coming. Uh, yeah, I hit, up, uh, coming. I hit up. I hit up somebody today. I'm waiting to hear back. That's a, you did okay. not. You did. I am. Whatever. The flower shop. Do you? Do I have to show you proof again? Because yes, I will. Yes, please. Show me right, proof. Here we go. Hey, everybody, thank you so much for listening. Here it is. We'll talk to you later. No, no I got to show we'll you proof. Nah, here. Bye.